Hello, Wecklam, Cami Mitch and Tyamu, whatever Rody says, I'm not entirely sure. Welcome to Three Fell Pilots, the show where three nerds and two of them with beards who have absolutely no experience, no training, no knowledge whatsoever of how the video game industry actually works. We tell the professionals how we think they should do their jobs regardless, because that's the kind of people we are. My name is Jacob, your hostess with the mostest, your long-haired laddie, your clever boy from London, and with me are some of my two closest friends, and also two of the most intelligent people you can find north of the English border. Oh. I'm gonna. I was gonna insert a nasty joke in there, but I'm not going to because there's more of them than there are me. So to start to off, fair, with yeah. one, of, one of us is what ten of you anyway. So shut the fuck up. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so what to one? start off with, here is my lovely friend Glenn, Harry, Billy Bumscud. Yes. Hello and welcome and alongside um, any sort of Scott bashing that Jacob might need to stop. You're also gonna need to stop. Stealing my Wecklum. Hey! You've done that twice now. What can I say except your Wecklum? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what you can say. You can say, shh, be quiet a wee second and let me do my bit. Because, yes, either way, it's been said before, but I'll say it again. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Every episode on this podcast, we, that is me, Glenn slash Harry, I have two names i also have a beard and long hair like jacob mm-hmm. um but because this is an audio format you can still tell us apart which is really good news i think <laughs> every episode on this podcast we'll be taking some deep dive into some much beloved corner of nerd culture some game or movie or tv franchise whatever it is we'll pick one we'll set some ground rules we'll give you our pitches or our failed pilots We'll decide if any of them's good. We'll decide if Jacob needs a cross-country scalping for whatever he says at the end of this episode. Yum, yum. And generally, if no one else enjoys it, then we have. And usually I would be over to Rody to tell you what particular franchise we're working on today, but it's not quite the same as we always do it. We're not really picking one game, yeah. one film, one franchise today. So, Rody, tell us what's going to happen. Um, right, guys, so it's uh, it's Game of Christmas next week. Um, if, Christmas, if, like, Christmas was a celebration of, like, things that are years away and will probably get cancelled and will never look the same, it's more like Game of Christmas adverts. It looks so good on TV, then you actually get the toy and it's a bit shit. Um, cause it's E3 next you, week. watchdogs. Yeah, looking at you, alien colonial marines. Looking at you, Anthem. I mean, that never looked good. Um, looking at you, um, <laughs> Final Fantasy Fifteen. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which version of it? Though? We'll get into that later. There'll be a lot <laughs> yeah, of bashing of that game in that. this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Reg- be, regular listeners know that you've got a lot to say about that. My disdain is immeasurable. Anyway, so, we thought, with, with it being E3, what if we <clears throat> take uh, a studio 
or a developer, a publisher, whatever. And we pitch what we think the uh, press conference will look like this year. So, for example, uh, we be I got Square Enix. Jacob got. I'm going to tell them about right this time, so they know what to expect. Jacob got Nintendo. Harry got Ubisoft, and the way we decided this is I basically just shoved a bunch of them into a randomizer and picked them out. Um, and yeah, so we're gonna pitch what the E3 look like. The, here's the conditions though. It has to be realistic. Generally condition. Yeah, it, it has to be realistic. So you can't just go in there and go, right? And then we see the Elder Scrolls Six with uh, with like full gameplay and it's got no glitches <laughs> and it releases and it's releasing <laughs> today. Um, right, so you can't you can't have something like that. Uh, or you yep. can yeah. That would that would be unrealistic. A Bethesda launch when he glitches. Yeah, that, that's the most unrealistic part. Um, or like, <laughs> or like, C, or like CD Projekt Red announces a game and it's it's coming in twenty twenty two. No, it's not. And then, um, and then it actually does. Yeah, well, yeah, but you can't, you can't, you can't make make something that's unrealistic. And you, and also there has to be a good mix of like things that are confirmed and new titles. So it has to feel like a real easy press conference and be presented like one. You can't just be like, here's what I want to see, because that's not. Because we can all do that. We can all have wish lists. Like, I could easily turn around and say that I want to see Final Fantasy, every Final Fantasy VII remake part tonight. But I know that's not going to happen. Um, I don't even think that will be there. That's, that's true, but I mean, genuinely, I feel like what I want to see is what everyone wants to see from Ubisoft, so I think I'll be fine anyway. Uh, basic worker rights, I mean, what? Uh, <coughs> sorry. <laughs> basic, ba- basic worker rights... Uh, and 17 new Assassin's Creed games all set throughout the most interesting periods in Scottish history. Fair enough. But that's not what you're pitching, I hope. Um, in fact... It's... We'll see. Well, let's see no, right now, then. Let's go straight <laughs> into your pitch, Harry. Take it away. Aye, OK. Um, now, I was uh, I was actually quite happy to, to have been drawn Ubisoft from my pitch because, like I was saying to you just before we hit record, I do tend to buy Ubisoft's big games. It's no secret among my real-life friends, among news and the podcast, probably among people who have listened to more than one episode of the podcast, that I really love Assassin's Creed. That is my favourite gaming franchise. And okay, it's a, it's a cash cow. It's been rebooted into different styles. It's had all sorts going on with it in the past that some could argue that, you know, like, True fans don't really like anymore, but I buy them. I play them. Generally, I like them. I also really like Far Cry, Far Cry Six, which we can is coming. So, I think I could actually put something decent and pretty realistic together for this. Okay. So I was okay getting drawn Ubisoft. Okay. So, yeah, I uh, Wetland too late. To the Ubisoft Eve three stage, remember there's going to be some cool Ooh, music, some smoke Ubisoft. And... Who needs workers' rights? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the first thing that's going really to happen is that, is that is that is that guy who asked for workers' rights is going to be ejected from the conference. Woo! See you later. <laughs> Pr- press press X to pay disrespect. <laughs> it'll be like you're breathtaking, and it'll just be a security guard come up and choke some some out behind. <laughs> See, your breath is taken away. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh. So I the the the, the pitch is going uh, the 
they pitch the conference, the pilot, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's going to begin with someone who, for some inexplicable reason, is not Darby McDevitt coming onto the stage. Okay. I mean, thought that would get a laugh. I don't know That's who Darby McDevitt is. He's the this guy used to work for Ubisoft. Oh, okay, yeah. I okay, didn't cool. know that. Was he was he the asshole guy or was he the good guy? Let's let let's not say anything to confirm nor deny that on the recording. Oh yeah, fair enough. Okay, let's <laughs> let's not get done for let's not get done for Sander. Um, then again, I, I reckon if I get sued, I'd end up more pro- with more money at the end of it, just through publicity. If I get sued by Ubisoft, so I'm quite okay with that. But okay. Um, well, we we can we can test it out in another episode. <laughs> I mean, see so, if it's Ubisoft. Aye. I'm assuming it's Aisha, it's Aisha Tyler because it's always her. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well be. But the point is, whoever it is is on the stage, and like I said, I don't think they're going to go straight into announcing a new big title, because I, th- I think it's going to be pretty easy to predict what Ubisoft's kind of top priorities are right now. The first one, I think, is fair to say is Far Cry 6, because yeah. we know that's coming, we've recently had more trailers and gameplay seen for it. I think there's also going to be a sort of secondary priority of... AC Valhalla. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think they're going to announce a new AC game yet, and kind of on the same ticket. I think below AC Valhalla, maybe the next priority would maybe be Watch Dogs. You know, the last game came out. What was it? October Halloween last year. So I don't think it's going to be high up in their list. I don't think they're going to be announcing a new full Watch Dog games yet. I don't think they're going to be announcing much for that. So, so basically, that's the way I've structured my pitch. So the first thing they're going to do is, just to remind everyone, so that it's more relevant when they talk about it, so that they know what they're talking about, the first thing they're going to do is just sort of bring up a supercut of the Far Cry 6 trailers. You know, it's got some of the some of the best bits, some of the things the folk really want to see. You know, they're going to feature the setting. Mm-hmm. Have any of you seen the Far Cry trailers by the way? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's focusing very yeah. heavily on that dude from um, Breaking Bad playing yeah. a character Giancarlo that very Esposito. heavily resembles that dude from that Breaking dude from, Bad. That dude from everything, mate. He's in fucking everything. Not that, yeah, that he should he's, be. He's, he's, very, he's in, wonderful. In the everything yeah. he's played, oh, he's in the everything he's played, he's pretty much always played that dude from Breaking Bad. Oh, I, yeah, but he's fantastic and, at it. And, oh, he's no, brilliant he's, at it. <laughs> and now he's playing El Presidente, and I'm really looking forward to it. Because if there's one thing the Far Cry games have been doing recently, since, well, since Far Cry 3, is great villains. And, and I know some people have complained that it's kind of go, oh, Far Cry's just a game with a weird villain. No. Uh, quite frankly, if you're complaining about that, I think you can shove it up your shiter. The weird villain is so, what made Far Cry great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they're going to be highlighting the setting... They're going to be highlighting things like the, the car customization in it. You know, that was something that was in five a wee bit. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's hinted that in the trailers for six. Um, they're going to be pointing out the animals, um, the Mandalorian backpacks you can build in it, <laughs> the Giancarlo Esposito, etc. All of that sort of stuff, nice. just a sort of supercut of the, far, of the Far Cry 6 trailers. So that you know what's relevant when they come to announce the next things. Because what of what I'm pitching here is that the first pitch isn't going to be a new game. It's not going to be an add-on for a game. It's not even going to be 
just Far Cry 6 itself, because we know that's coming, it's been announced, there's no point starting with that. So I'm having them actually start with sort of multimedia tie-ins to Far Cry 6 to build the hype for Far Cry 6 coming. And I'm glad that we have that we have all seen the Far Cry 6 trailers because what was the best thing about them? The wee dog. The wee, the, the wee disabled dog. The wee disabled dog. dog. Chorizo. Uh, he's, he's, he's the best. Chorizo. The little sausage dog. His back legs don't work too good so he's got wee wheels. Oh, he's amazing. He's amazing. He's the best bit of the trailers. So the first thing I'm pitching is a build up to Far Cry 6 is a live action Chorizo web series. <laughs> now and don't say don't say this isn't realistic because Ubisoft did this for Far Cry Five. They had the live action mini film online about the Seed family. Yeah. Okay, so there's precedent for this. <laughs> so I don't think it's fair to say that this might be unrealistic. So like I say it's going to be a live action series. And what it really is is a way to follow Chorizo around, because everyone loves Chorizo, mm. and sort of just get, you know, a Doug's, perspec- a Doug's perspective and an insight into some of the main characters you're going to see in the game. But, you know, you're going to see him doing some really great things, up to some absolutely wonderful shenanigans. Um, Do love shenanigans. Oh, absolutely. Maybe he's going to, I don't know, steal a sandwich off of El Presidente. <laughs> that, could, that could be fun. Aww. Maybe in another episode he's going to bite a bad man on the bum. <laughs> Um, maybe he's the one who accidentally started the whole revolution that you're playing through in Far Cry 6. Like in Silent so Hill 2. Exactly. But with more pixels. <laughs> nice. Perfection. Exactly. So, that's my first thing. Uh, six episode, <laughs> sort of 15, 20 minute episodes each, live action, mini series prequel build up to Far Cry 6 launching. Is a chorizo series, and who who doesn't want to who doesn't want to see that? Yeah, Jay, hopefully the recording doesn't pick this up because I might be doing some typing, some typing, doing some questions that I'll go for Harry's pitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm okay, keeping well, that in, by the way. Well, I'm glad you're engaged. I'm glad you're engaged, um, because now that we've all seen and loved this, speaking of watching dogs we're going to announce something else for Far Cry 6 (laughs) another multimedia tie in and again this is falling off the back of something following off the back of something that Ubisoft really did so so before I say it you can't say it's not realistic because off the back of the success of selling their or log boxes, you know, or log the super cool dice game from Assassin's Creed Valhalla that everyone loves. Oh yeah, right, Jacob. That, that game right, I Jacob? play all the time on Assassin's Creed Valhalla. The, the equi- Do you not like it? I prefer Gwent. <laughs> I've got Gwent on my phone. I love Gwent. Ah, uh, fine. Well, I liked or log. Every time I went to a new place, the first thing I did was find the or log player, and even if I beat them first time, I just like to beat them a couple of more times just to make them feel bad. Because I like rolling dice, which is going to become apparent later on in the in the in my pitch as well. So they will be releasing. Because you see this in the trailers as well. What do you see in the trailers? 
Uh, you see one of the characters sitting down and playing dominoes. Oh, yeah. So they will be releasing a Domino's Far Cry 6 tie-in set. And on stage with them to demonstrate <laughs> it. Who else but Giancarlo Fisichella? Oh, oh my, no, fuck bastard. Off. I was going to say Giancarlo Fisichella. Do any of you know who that is? No. No. Good, I'm not going to explain it because you'll think, oh, fuck's sake, Harry, talking about that again. It's Giancarlo Esposito <laughs> comes on stage. The guy we were talking about. I can't believe I ruined all these fucking... Like dominoes. Giancarlo Esposito is going to come on stage and demonstrate the Far Cry 6 domino set. <laughs> and so, yeah, he's just going to sit down with Waisha and just kind of play dominoes and talk about it for a little bit. Um, because there's some cool features on these particular dominoes. Um, first of all, you'll know how you know repurposing items is a big part of Far Cry. Mm-hmm. The six, the six one coming anyway. Yes. No, that's not the six one. You know what I mean. You know how you can like take apart, um, you know, truck engines and build weaponry out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you can repurpose and use like a CD player to build weaponry. Yes. So, the the dominoes you get in the set, they're going to. Uh, be made of real Highland Stag Antler <laughs> effect plastic pieces. What the fuck? So they look like they've been repurposed from Stag Antlers, oh. but 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 really they're, they're purposefully made that way. Okay. Um, and they're going to be a really a really exclusive, really high value <laughs> set as well. Um, and each each set is going to come in a in a machine made Ziploc plastic bag. Also, they are, like I said, it is an exclusive item. You know, the Orlog set that they released was was it like only two hundred sets they made, or something. Yeah. Uh, so something for like that, yeah. for this for the Domino set, they're only going to make thirty six. I don't know if you heard my dice show. Yeah, that's the D one hundred. They are. They're going to make thirty six sets. Of the Far Cry 6 tie-in domino sets. <laughs> and they're only going to be sold in Quebec and Nebraska. That's the only place they're going to be available. <laughs> now, now, you might be thinking, Glenn, that's unrealistic. You were asked to come up with a realistic pitch here. But, 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 the Orlog set was only available in North America. Now, North America has a population approximately of 579 million, which is... Roughly 7% of the world's population. <laughs> Quebec and Nebraska have a population of about 10.5 million, which is, I think, which is loosely 0.14% of the world's population, which is only a difference of about 7%. Oh, fuck off. So... So, uh, so I don't think it's unrealistic to say that, uh, if, that if, they're, if they're going for a, a loosely 7% difference only, just hardly noticeable, um, of, of the world's market, I, I, th- I think that's reasonable. <laughs> right, um, fair but, enough. But G- Giancarlo's, Giancarlo's going to take his, his dominoes. He's, he's getting the first set, so now there's actually only 35 that you can buy. If you live in Quebec or Nebraska, oh, so you better act quick. Um, and also, they're being sold for 
$287. Fuck's sake. Game not included. Just, you know, just, yeah. Which which isn't isn't that much more compared to the Orlog set. What was that, like $100, $200? Fucking ridiculous. Yeah, but that's when Rerox, it makes sense, yeah. Exactly, exactly, it's rarer. Thank you. You're, you're yeah. still manning my argument, and I appreciate that. Not a lot of people. Would I don't do agree that. with the argument, but it is what they would do. Yeah. It's it's yeah. It's, you know, another company. You might say, come on, but Ubisoft, they have priors for this. <laughs> and so, it's like I say, Giancarlo's going to Giancarlo's going to clear off. He's going to clear off. We set of dominoes, and we have one more thing to show you <coughs> as the lights come down. And we focus on the big screen again. Right. And like I say, I don't think we're concerned about new big titles for their games because we know Far Cry 6 is coming. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion, the last one. Yep. Only out Halloween last year. AC Valhalla. They've only just dropped the first big DLC for that. And so I actually thought about doing the, the second big DLC. But I don't think they would push that so close to the first one dropping. I think they still want to focus on that one for a bit of the Wrath of the Druids because it's just out. Even though, even though I reckon I could predict it and get it right, following the patterns that um, that Origins and Odyssey have set, the second big DLC is probably going to be an afterlifey based, very mythical creature fighting the actual gods thing. No, I don't really? Think, that, I don't think anyone who's played... Surprise. Yeah, I don't think anyone who's played the latest AC games would be surprised to hear that that's what I predict it's going to be. Even though I really liked Valhalla, I really liked Origins, I really liked Odyssey. I know a lot of people didn't, but I did. That's probably what the next DLC is going to be. Team, you so even though, even though I thought that was low-hanging fruit, that's not what I'm going for. But what are you saying, Roddy? I was going to say, to be fair, I actually think I'd like it more with Valhalla because... Kind of like exposing my ignorance about our own culture here, but like there's less known about the Celtic gods. Well, they're not they're not as they're not as much in the public zeitgeist as Egyptian gods, Aye. Egyptian deities, or um, Aye. no, uh, absolutely. But which is Greek. which is why they won't be going for Celtic gods. They'll be going for Norse gods. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, because no, it's, it's Assassin's Creed Viking, Viking time. Yeah. Just sorry, I was just thinking because you're in. You know, even yeah. even though it is set mostly in England, yeah, and this yeah. DLC actually goes to Ireland. I get you. Yeah, you're right. Um, but I mean, maybe there could be a mix. You never know. Maybe if they are going down this mythical route with the with the Irish druids and stuff, the then they could go down can, that route as well. Can right? they get the same guy that voiced Dagda and Shin Megami Tensei Four to voice him here? Because he was no. Good. He's like no, he's busy. Oh. Like, he, 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 te- he texted me earlier <laughs> and said he was busy for the rest of his life. Oh. <laughs> sad but sorry and he didn't even pay me to say it um yep big brian good guy good guy did you shut that up nope oh okay is his name brian i don't know mate i don't even know the voice actor's name i just know right that. okay okay i just know <laughs> that the good. celtic god dagda was in shin megami tensei for apocalypse right okay I, I was expecting you to get no but anyway the point is we're looking up at the big screen and the first thing we see on it is the Ubisoft logo, obviously. But after that, we see a big red N for Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. 
because what's coming out at some point? This Assassin's, Assassin's Creed live-action Netflix series. Oh, yeah. God. So here's the first trailer for it. So you're going to see some absolutely beautiful location <laughs> shots, you know, like, you know, properly filmed on, like, a helicopter or a plane as if it's from, like, an eagle's view, which is very fitting uh, for Assassin's uh... Creed. Like, you know, it's all birdies and shit. You're going to see some places that look maybe like <coughs> Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Maybe like Sicily, maybe like Malta. Maybe there's a voice. Maybe it's a very recognisable voice. Maybe it's this voice that you're hearing. The new. Maybe it's my voice. <laughs> and maybe it's telling you all about things that maybe happened in, oh, I don't know, 1118, 1119 or so. Motherfucker, you just pitching maybe, your Assassin's Creed maybe game as, re- a, as the series. Yes. Oh, maybe yeah. it revolves around people like Godfredo Devereaux or Pope Calixtus II. Wow. Cool back. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> um, and then maybe we see that and it looks amazing and then the lights go down and everyone's cheering. Um, people are throwing money at the stage. Um, people really want to see me starring in a live-action Assassin's Creed series on Netflix. And they're going to get it. Everyone's happy. Very realistic. Green lights in the bucket, please. Jacob, can I go first? Yeah, go first. <laughs> I mean, first of all, it's, it's an absolute red light because this is fucking silly. Um, but I have a lot of questions about the so series regardless. Okay. Uh, first of all, right, because this was actually going to help me decide, but I have one really important question. So, it's a Chirizo origin story, so does he have legs at this point? I thought about that, and I thought people probably wouldn't want to see yeah. what happened to him to get his legs hurt. I don't want to see him hurt his legs. No. no. So, so, he, so he starts off in the wee wheels. Ah, yeah, that's good. That's just that's just permanently part of his personality. That's that's, that's good. I, I, I didn't want him to have. I, I didn't want it to be sad because he looked like he looked like he was making the most of his wee wheels. Um, exactly. Like like I, I thought about doing something with El Presidente being the reason, but I thought no one wants to see that. Ah, if that happened, no I would hunt down Giancarlo. I would hunt down Giancarlo Esposito like in real life, just out of sheer unbridled rage. Ah, just make sure you don't get Giancarlo back <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, uh, right. So you didn't announce a single game. You didn't confirm anything about any games. Do you know what the sad thing is? Some well, of the... well, but but what games? What games would Ubisoft be announcing now? Okay, right. Not that they announced, but games that they could update on. We know Far Cry Six is coming. Right, here's all. Prince of Persia remaster. just had its DLC. Yep. Watchdog. Nobody cares about Watchdog. The Prince of Persia remaster. Yeah, Beyond Good and Evil Two, although that's cancelled. But you know. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> what really game Beyond Good and Evil Two? Never heard of it. <laughs> Skull and Bones. <laughs> These are games that we're not hearing anything about that you could have talked about. You know, the Star Wars if, game that if, they're working on. Oh yeah, that if, one. If Ubisoft announced anything about Skull and Bones. I will give you five pence each. Ah, yeah, I mean, oh, the top would win, but well, you could have talked about it. Um, yeah, do you know what's sad? this is more realistic. No, do you know what's sad, right? No, no, but that's not all. You. No, right. You're sad. Everything you've said could happen at the re presentation. 
I tell you. But I that wouldn't you. be their whole presentation. That's three things out of like what, well, like an hour and a half. Sounds very re- well. Well, okay, I. But that would be a very long episode of this if we were all pitching an hour and a half pitches. I I know, but you know, like that's three things you could have just touched them. But, you right, know. Well, I'll remember that. I'll remember that. And <laughs> like, and like the whole thing. It's like, like, of the three, like the, the play, like the food game of Domino, is then like, ah, best two out of three. <laughs> that's, that's what covers the time, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, like, like, right. I oh, feel like they you? could touch on oh. these things, right? Yeah. I genuinely like, do. Like, this is the thing, like, I'll grant you, they're probably not going to use my Assassin's Creed pitch <coughs> listeners go back and listen to it if you haven't heard it I grant you that but I feel like they might genuinely there's a high chance they might reveal something for it because we've not heard some, we've not heard much about it for a while right okay you know they've not, they've not released any trailers that, that is but true I, I, I don't know if they've even released the, the cast list yeah. or anything so I, I don't think it's unreasonable that we're going to get more information about that even if it's not based in <coughs> early 12th century Malta about the formation of the Knights Templar. Uh, um, see, even if you thought you have done all that, then you just sent him to one game at the end, or like you gave us an update in one game. Like Apart from that, then I would have been like, you know what, this is probably what they'll do. Right, but okay. Just... Um, they're, they're, they're bringing out... Um, uh, $12 cosmetic skins for your characters <laughs> and watchdogs. I've already got them out. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I mean, well, you're, that's you're, get, more, you're getting more oh, and they're God. not going to be... Poor Sama, I, thought, I thought you were going to say there was going to be a $12 like, uh, Ezio skin in Fortnite if that's not already a thing. <laughs> God. Um, but no, like, I, I feel like that's, like, these are parts of it, but it's just not enough meat in the bone to actually say yes. And it's sad because this is what it could be. And also, right, see if you're going to go down that route, like... Bring Nedge and Carl Esposito, yeah. But you know what? Like, I can see this happening. And that makes me I, sad. I understand. I understand that their pitches is going to be longer than mine. Which yeah, is yeah, why yeah. I tried to point out at the beginning that I feel their top priorities are Far Cry, AC Valhalla. Right, okay. And maybe, maybe Watch Dogs. But okay. I don't think they're going to announce a new Watch Dogs game. I, I'm with you, no, I doubt not. that. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think they're going to announce more AC Valhalla DLC when they've just launched the first one. And and we know Far Cry 6 is coming, which is why I didn't yeah. announce any new games. Yeah, okay, all right. Fair enough. But I feel like... I guess when you've said that like, what you wanted to do is you wanted to focus on the top priorities, that's a bit different. I've maybe just structured mine differently, so I apologise for that. Okay, okay. Um, but I, ju- I feel like... This could happen... I don't, oh, like, hands in the air, let's be honest, none of us want that. Like, I think even you admit, Harry, this isn't the E3 you want from them, Aye. is it? Like, yeah, no. y- y- you, can, you can see through what I'm doing here, and I'm I'm expressing my own displeasure at the company oh, yeah. the games I love. Yeah, yeah, that, that's fair. <laughs> um, I'm going to red light it just because I don't... I feel like there should have been at least one game, right? I think... Just some see, even if it was just a shitty thirty second cinematic trailer saying, "By the way, we're working on a Star Wars game," but there was like nothing else about it. That's something okay, they would do. Um, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll throw something on at the end. Um, nuts and bolts. 
It's like Skull and Bones, but instead of pirates, it's robots. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's gonna it's gonna be yeah. a red light, but I, I but I like what you did, Harry. <laughs> but admittedly, part of that's just because like this is a horrific. Like if if this actually happened, then it could. And I'll I'll even put my hand in heart, my heart and say I consider something like this. So <laughs> to a lesser extent, but I even considered what would they do and where's it going? Yeah, Based on okay. everything we've heard from Keely and stuff about how okay. like the way folks and influencers and stuff, I was like, oh no. Okay. Um, uh, anyway, but since okay. you said the word red light, I haven't been listening. So Jacob, okay. what have you got to say? All right. So I viewed this very differently than our good friend Rody. Um, I do okay. have a couple of questions. Okay. Your doggy bit is that going to be a standalone little demo expansion thing or a bit of DLC for six? It's going to be a live action web series. You're going to watch it, not play it. Cool. So is that on YouTube? Which, it's it's, it's on YouTube, free to watch. Cool. Um, when which is it, it is why I made the watching dogs pun uh... after I said it. Like I thought that was okay. But... Yeah, when yeah. Giancarlo comes up to play Dominoes, is he doing it in yes. character? Um. Yes. In fact, <laughs> as he goes to leave, he's going to he's going to execute three interns. Perfect. Cool. <laughs> it's just you getting more and more realistic question. to the Ubisoft experience. <laughs> exactly. Here's the thing, exactly. though. Up until the Netflix series, I was going to greenlight yep. it. <laughs> and the moment you broke reality by saying that you would star in it, I had to red light it purely out of disqualification purposes. Because we all know they're going to hire Michael Fassbender again anyway. Yeah. So, well, I, there's a fine line between me and Michael Fassbender. <laughs> One of them's the name. Yeah. And I have two names, therefore. <laughs> <laughs> like, for example, uh, Michael Fassbender starred in Slow West. Slow West is one of my favourite films. It's a good film. See, to be fair, I would actually be okay with Fassbender getting another shot at it. I don't think it was his fault. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Shit, I'll replace Fassbender with Jared Leto. It's a Netflix film. Uh, uh, fuck you. <laughs> I feel like you, just, you just know that that's one of Harry's triggers, is Jared Leto. Get out my <laughs> like, it's, it's one of the people that he genuinely just has so much disdain for. Um, I am sorry for giving you a red light. I would have given you a green light if you'd have chosen any other actor but yourself because... As much as I want you to do it, I don't think Ubisoft will do it. Yeah. Yeah. And as well, a result, that goes into you the unrealistic rounds, and that means it's a disqualification. You just wait till my <laughs> non-disclosure agreement's up. <laughs> oh, am, I my, am I getting two red lights? Yeah, sadly. Sorry. Yeah. See, it's been a while for you. You guys, you guys are fucking lame. I love you. I love you truly. Um, who? No, won- I was expecting that. I love you as well. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like Nintendo's Who probably the biggest is one. Next? So I feel like we should save them for last. I think they're obviously the biggest company out of the three here, aren't they? Who are? Let's be no, yeah. yeah, they must be. Yeah, they would be. You want me to go yeah, last? They're, yeah. They're a, they're a little known, yeah, Jacob, they're a little known company that make playing cards. You might not have heard yeah. of them. Oh, yeah, they also, they also run Love Hotels uh, in Japan. <laughs> that was how they get started, funnily enough. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's why I'm... That... No, no, wait. That that's a spoiler for my pitch. Okay, we'll see. Oh. Okay, well, right. Anyway, so if I've been and we're saving Jacob for later, it's and that's been our show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, right, let's go. Then it's probably Rody's turn. Right. Take it away. So, I actually thought about doing something similar to what Harry did, and I thought like 
they'll come out. I'll say this to start with. They'll come out and they'll be like, and here's the Kingdom Hearts anime coming to Disney Plus, and here's the Final Fantasy Seven series coming to Netflix. And I'm like, no. Once I don't think either of those are far along enough yet. Maybe that will happen in what next year. Okay. And two because I'm like, I want to have some faith at least because Square do have things that they're working on. We all know that. Aye. So starts off with like. Because Sony's not there, I think Square Enix is the one that are going to go all out and like you know how that like Sony used to go out and like the orchestra. Square Enix have obviously got like the Final Fantasy music, the Dragon Quest music, the Kingdom Hearts music. So I think they're going to go all out and get like have a film with like an orchestra, which they have done before, so I think that could work. And we start off with like that. And before anyone walks out on stage, scene goes that the the the, <coughs> the hall whatever goes dark. I know it's happened not in person, but, you know, like, the room goes dark and they go, oh, yeah. look at this. And it starts off, you see, like, a futuristic kind of looking city. Uh, and you hear some kind of talk about, like, you see, like, a news report about, like, how everything's, uh, how, like, everything's changed since... Uh, the Orgs rebelled, and then you see, then you just see, you just see, um, like some trailer, kind of like some kind of trailer footage, just showing like this kind of like, almost like, uh, sort of post-apocalyptic, not post-apocalyptic, sort of like, it's not post-apocalyptic. That's completely the wrong term. It's like a cyberpunk world, <laughs> but it's all starting to get toned down, and like okay. we're starting to see the revolution, and then just as like a massive fuck you, you just see. The return of the greatest cyberpunk punk RPG, New Deus Ex. <laughs> right? And that's all you see. You don't see okay. any gameplay. You just see that little first trailer just showing, like, shit's actually going down now and things are starting to, like, go down. And we'll see that it's a new protagonist as well, who will obviously wear sunglasses because the Deus Ex protagonist has to, you know? Uh, and then we get on to the shape part of the presentation. The mobile game wankery. Ah! Because Square Enix fucking love mobile games. And do you know what they announce every year? Or they release every year? Every year. We can check this for like maybe the past 10 years. I think. Possibly. Maybe not as far back as that, but at least like the last few years. Every year they release a new. Not including. Well, including, including remasters and ports. But they release a new Kingdom Hearts game. And oh, yeah. you, you like clothes, don't you? Yeah, but well, but this one's a not. But you know what's just ended recently? Do you know what's just ended? The Kingdom Hearts mobile game. So guess what they're talking about here? The new Kingdom Hearts gacha <laughs> bullshit. And guess what? It's got essential story content in it that you need to play to, to understand the next game because that's what Square Enix does. Oh god! Right, that that's what they do. They've done that before. They put, they made a rhythm spin off and made it essential to the story, right? <laughs> uh, and then, right. So they're talking about that, and then they they move on. They're like, okay, well, but at least at least we've got the nice orchestra to keep us all happy. They're like, ah, that's fucking shit, but that orchestra's nice. Moving on, they're like, ah, we'll talk about a big game coming in September. We get the new Life is Strange trailer. Uh, I can't talk too much about Life is Strange because I'm not a huge fan of it. Uh, just, it's a cool story and stuff, but I will say, like, Koi is a fucking selfish cunt. Just want to put that out there. Um, like, I don't know why anyone would try to save her. She 
she, she's a bad person. Anyway. Um, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, she is. And then they'll be like, and we know it's coming in September. This Life is Strange, though, it's been confirmed that it's not episodic. So what they'll say is they'll say, you can play the first chapter today. And it's free on all platforms uh, to get people hyped for the full release in September. Which is something I could see them doing because they have like shadow drops and Life is Strange stuff before. Alright. Um, I'm sure they have. So, like the the one that's not Life is Strange, but the captain, whatever his name is, they shadow dropped episode one of that, I think. I'm sure. Uh, and then we get back to more mobile game wankery. <laughs> uh, they're talking about the Final Fantasy 7 mobile games that are coming. The one that actually looks good, but it's a mobile game, so who gives a fuck that plays through the whole tri- plays through the whole series, covers all the spin-offs, covers everything. So play through that, showing the gacha mechanics and that, and being like, "Haha, give us money." And then they're like, "And guess what drops today? Because it's, it's currently in beta, and it's it's clearly almost finished." What I don't even want to remember the name of it, so I haven't even wrote down the proper name. I've just called it Fortnite Fantasy Seven <laughs> because I swear to God, they've made a mobile. Fucking Final Fantasy VII Battle Royale game. And they were like, and that's coming today too! Mobile game, you can drop that today. That, you know, that's going to come. And we're all like, oh, come on, Square Enix, give, give us something. I mean, the DSX was nice, but give, give us something, please. And then it happens. We get a trailer. And I'm going to read... And it's just a, and it's another cinematic trailer, there's no gameplay. However... I'm gonna read out. There's, I'm gonna read out what is said in this trailer because it's it's essentially just one big line of dialogue. Well, not line, but one big paragraph of dialogue. Okay. And as soon as it's said, you, people will be like coming in their seats and stuff. At least I will. You hear? <clears throat> Kane is deified. The clans tell tales of him. Few know his truth. He was mortal once, as were we all. However. His contempt for humanity drove him to create me and my brethren. I am Raziel, firstborn of his lieutenants. I stood with Cain and my brethren at the dawn of the Empire. I have served him a millennium. Over time we became less human and more divine. Cain would enter the state of change and emerge with a new gift. Some years after the Master, our evolution would follow. Until I had the honour of surpassing my lord. For my transgression, I earned a new kind of reward. Agony. And as this happens, you see, like, this, like... you see Basically, halfway through it, you see, like, this kind of, like, handsome vampire face. And then he just suddenly turns into this kind of weird, kind of looking ghoul. That's kind of mangled, and he's, like, his wings are ripped. And there you go. There you go, just finished with gun. There was only one possible outcome. My eternal damnation. I, Raziel, was to suffer the fate of traitors and weaklings, to burn forever in the bowels of the Lake of the Dead, and boom, soul even remake. Oh, okay. Alright. You guys are w- not impressed enough by that, but you've obviously not played Soul Reaver to know how good that is. I've got it. Okay. it or do I have it? it probably I've got, legacy, I've got a few Legacy of Kane games it, knocking it, around the place. It, it was amazing. It's, it's so well written. Like, it's... It probably doesn't age that well, and that's why it needs a remake. And Square Enix right. do own the rights to it, I checked. Uh, well, it's, it's just... I, I mean, one of the reasons I, I don't think I was as excited for it is because I only know those names uh-huh. from, like, 
you know, from like religious history. What isn't that like from? <laughs> I, I know, I know. There was, there was a K in, in the Bible as well. But yeah. this kind of spelt with a K, so it's different. Aye, so, so is that the well, is that the the one from the Torah? Is that the one from? Okay, right. I'll explain <laughs> you who this guy is. It's is basically it, so is, is it is it the Torah, the video game? No. So okay. now I buy that. <laughs> it's a guy who is a vampire that has now conquered the earth, uh, okay. and basically they're all, they're ready to evolve to the next stage of, like, vampirism or whatever, um, which is going to be them, like, they're going to evolve to the next age. And Kane's obviously determined that he's going to be the first to evolve because uh, he's the leader, Kane. and he was the first of their kind. But Raziel evolved first and sprouted wings and started to reach the next age. And Selfish just dis- bastard. Yeah, and just disgusted with this, Kane, like, fat throws him into hell, but Raziel survives as, like, a wraith. Uh, and this is just the story of Raziel's revenge. But there's more to it, like... Because eventually we'll remix all Reaver 2 and stuff. But yeah, so really fucking good game. Um, really, really well written. Uh, Amy Hennig, who wrote Uncharted, wrote it. So, you know. All right. And she's not doing much right now, so they could get her into so it. So if, if it's really good mm-hmm. and really well written, what does it need a remake for? Because the gameplay doesn't age as well now. Like, I still like it, but I think if you played it as a new person going in, you wouldn't see the, see the appeal. And it is a PlayStation 1 game. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's one that would benefit from it. Because I still really like it, but the camera's kind of janky. Some of the controls are a bit rough. Um, but I, I allow for it because of nostalgia, I think. But if you were to play it now, Harry, you probably wouldn't. Does that make sense? Right, all right, okay. Yeah. So so when we said we weren't just going to do things that we wanted. No, but this okay. is something that's been requested for years. Yeah. By who? By the Soul Reaver fans. All five right. of them. Oh, yeah. No, like, Reaver was a massive series when it was about. What what what, ha- what happens if they if they couldn't get all in the one taxi to the to the arena? Like, it it wasn't that it. unpopular. And to tell you what, I'll tell you how there is a precedent <laughs> for it. Because until about two years ago, they were working on a, a squad based spin off for it called Nosgoth. So they were working on oh, Soul Reaver yes, projects. Oh yes, I have heard of Nosgoth. Yep. As soon as, as, as late as two years ago. So there is still some hype for it. And it, there is and there is people clamouring for it. And it is something that, even if it's not a huge title now to a lot of people, I think it's one of those things that if you saw it and you were like, okay, that looks cool. So yeah. It's not just something I want. Okay. It's something that I think they are actually working on. Um, and they should be if they're not. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. Cool. Uh, so, um, <laughs> do do you do do you think it's realistic? Hundred percent. Most of the most of their pitches based on mobile games. Yes. Because I I don't think anyone would do that after what happened to Blizzard that one time. <laughs> oh no! But I'll tell you that something Square Enix have done it since then. And by the way, I'm not finished. <laughs> oh God, there's more. Yeah, that's not the big game. No. Uh, oh, then, right, okay. Yeah, then you'll see the, the kind of Neo 2 trailer, just reminding you that's coming out next month. Uh, then they'll finish hot with the big Final Fantasy 16 trailer, just confirming that it's coming in 2022, further so really hammering home that it's a fantasy setting, and that showing how the magic system works, showing a bit more of the story. And it'll be kind of like a glossy, like kind of a glossy, kind of t- telling us about the world and stuff and what we should expect, to really sell people on it. 
and that's how it'll end. It'll end in the Final Fantasy 16 trailer because that's their big game, obviously. And we know that's coming, and we know it's later in development than we thought it would be. Okay, okay. So, Glenn, is it alright if I go first? Yeah, please. Because I've been collated my thoughts here. I'm going to give you a red light on... A green light, sorry. A green light, green light, green light. Good. Mm-hmm. Purely because... Yeah, this is something Square Enix would do, and it's full of stuff that I don't necessarily care about. And it's mobile games, and... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. we're doing this Final Fantasy thing. Oh, this old game that we've got is coming out as well. Yeah, look at us with Square Enix. I can see this happening. It's a very realistic pitch. Is yeah. it a pitch that's tailored towards me? Fuck no. But is it a pitch Square Enix would do? <laughs> yes. So you're getting a yeah. green light for that. Uh, see, when I say there's only one thing in this that I really would ca- really care about, and it's not Final Fantasy 16. Because I'm, really? I'm, as I've said, I'm so so in Final Fantasy 16. I don't know how I feel about it yet. The Soul only Reaver thing. Care that, about. Yeah, it's just Soul Reaver. And that's my, that's like my only like big that I want to see pitch, but it's also one that I genuinely think they're working on because they abandoned Nosgoth about two years ago and the team's obviously moved on to something else. Uh, and they have commented on Soul Reaver and interviewed and stuff saying, yeah, it's a prop that we want to do something with, we just don't know what. And I feel like just jumping back into the story, you know, fucking, what, 15 years later, is probably a bit too much considering it is quite a complex like plot. Uh, and it's a game that could do with a remake. So I can I can justify that as not just being my fantasy. No, I could see it happening, and then they'll sell it at full price, um, and then have paid DLC and cosmetic DLC <laughs> for full, full price. Oh, I, I, would, I would pay full price for a for a remake of Soul Reaver because it's a full like, ground up. Yeah, it's going to be more of a remaster in my in my. I mean, it's not a remake. <laughs> right. I, I, th- I think we're a game that old. I've got to go for the full remake. Yeah, you, you know, do because it's... you're not just throwing some new graphics on it like it's. It's like 25 years old now, you have to. The way you make games are so different. Yeah. It's got to be a full rebuild. And full rebuilds can be absolutely brilliant. Yeah. One of the best games I've played this year was Mafia 1. Mm-hmm. The Definitive Edition. I haven't played that yet. It was, it was, it was, it was, the fav- it was my favourite of all the three Mafias, was the total rebuilt Mafia 1. Mm-hmm. So, so I've... I've um, I've got a, a question for you before I, before I give uh-huh. the final verdict, Rodi. Yeah. And let's, you know, you, you, you say that I didn't touch on announcing things that, that are probably going to be hot tickets for them, for yeah. Ubisoft. Um, do you think it's realistic that Square Enix are going to go through a whole E3 pitch and not mention maybe a, a follow-up or a DLC for Balan Wonderworld? <laughs> uh, I, mean, I don't know, mate. I mean that that massive hit, yeah. That that huge, huge hit. Oh, well, the director's just left, mate. So I I guess I fucked. Yeah. He's retiring from games. Yeah, uh, but you can direct it. I, I mean, <laughs> just realistic. Yeah. Yeah. That's about as realistic as me being in the Netflix series. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, you just um, want Brody to be disqualified I didn't again. Even... I didn't even know it was a Square Enix title until like, this week, and I was like, wait, really? Okay, fair enough. Um, to be honest, I just looked up a list of Square Enix games. Ah, oh, fair enough, yeah. And, like, I have heard of more of them than I thought uh, I did. Yeah. But then I, I seen this really weird-looking thing, and then I clicked on it, and then the first, like, question that comes up is, like, is Balan Wonderworld bad? And all the answers seem to point to yes. 
Yeah, it's pretty bad. Because it is bad. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. So, so, so you don't think like, so you don't think they're touching that the C three? Fuck no. Mm, I'm not sure. I'm not too sure about that. No, nah, well, they've got the mobile I mean, game one to make up for it, which is inevitable. They, well, they love it, is, games. And it is inevitable that probably someone's going to talk about mobile games and all that, and, and like you say, you do scummy things like tie it into plot net, like plot this it, to plot things for the future games. And by the way, they've done that with two mobile titles so far for Kingdom Hearts. They've done it, and, yeah. and they've done it with other spin-offs that aren't like me, like the rhythm spin-offs. It's something that they do. It's scummy as fuck, but they do it. But but would they would they do that after just saying that a DSX is coming? I don't know if that's realistic. Well, yeah, because I think they're at least smart enough to know big thing and then kind of cool the audience down. Then big thing, little again. thing, big thing, yeah. little thing, big. That's big how I think. Yeah. What about Tomb Raider? I just don't think there's any coming for that. I don't think there's like because the most recent game what wasn't about that long ago. Near. Uh, had just a, released a, a the near game two months ago. Literally just done Aye. it. Well, is it is it my fault that I wasn't paying attention? <laughs> yes. No oh, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I don't know. I just think they've got they've got bigger things they could reveal. I don't think, even though you've said it might have happened before, I just can't see it happening that they're going to spend most of their time on mobile wankery. Ah, to some be fair, it was time. only two trailers. Some other time, almost, almost definitely. I mean, it was only two but... trailers. Well, three, technically. But one, two of them were kind of condensed together. So, What's your verdict, Glenn? Well, I just I just, I just, just don't think I can give that to go ahead. Okay. That's fair. I, don't, I just don't think, with my extensive Square Enix knowledge, <laughs> that that's what's going to happen. I should point out that I literally based this on all the I looked up all their past ET presentations in the recent years. This is basically how they've scheduled it. <laughs> like they literally do a big thing, we think, and then they have like an extended portion on mobile titles. And do you know how I know, especially because I used to click away for them for them, and then go back and be like, they're done talking about that yet. Oh fuck's sake! Right, back to my game. <laughs> okay. I've done it, so I know they do it. <laughs> I, okay. I've watched this, I know they do it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And now uh, it's Nintendo time. Nintendo. Nintendo the lights go what? down low, and some random guy walks to the front of the stage, and the lights go up on him. Hello, and welcome to the Nintendo presentation for E3 this year. I know you're excited and looking forward to seeing what we have to show you, but we're going to do things a little bit different. I know we release videos quite often detailing what new games we're bringing out, what new features we're bringing to the Nintendo Switch. However, today, we are not going to show any new game. No! What we are going to do is revamp one of the systems on the Nintendo Switch that I know some of you have been coming to us and asking for more on, and we're going to deliver. We all know that when you have the Nintendo Switch online payment thingy, you gain access to a series of older retro games for free. We are now revamping that system, and we are calling it Nintendo Then. And it's not just going to be a few old games from the systems. We are bringing forward everything. 
every Nintendo game that we still have the rights for, all the way back from the Nintendo Entertainment System, all the way up to the Jacob. Nintendo DS. Jacob. What? Right. Including Harry's, including the fact that Harry wanted to um, to play Shush, the main let character. Me finish. I said, oh, no, let me finish. Play the main character. That's good. This is the most unrealistic pitch. Let me finish. Nintendo let would never finish. give us that. They would let charge me, $60 for each one. Let me finish, okay, Scott. Well, you do not know I'm what is coming. Every single game Nintendo still has the rights for and has released will be available to you on Nintendo then. And I know we've been catching some flack lately. I know that some of you who have loved the old Nintendo back catalogue have been experiencing these games through online ROMs. (laughs) And I know you've been upset that we've made these ROMs have to go away and that we are here to address. So, with Nintendo then, all these games, they're not going to be ROMs. I promise you they're not going to be ROMs. I promise you that we're not downloading these things off the ROM website, <laughs> shutting down the ROM websites, and then uploading them onto Nintendo then. That's not a thing. Promise. I'm sure it's not happening. But with Nintendo then, we're making sure to not charge you a penny more than you need to. That's why every game available on Nintendo then will be available for you at exactly the same price as it was when it came out way back when. So some games that came out for $20, $30 back then adjusted for inflation are now worth $50. Don't worry about that. It's still worth 20 The prices have not changed. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This has been Nintendo. Okay, I mean, see how you just said that they're gonna they're, they're, see if you, you just had them turn around and go, who here has downloaded a ROM? And then everyone put their hands up. Then the ninjas just come out and just kill them. That would have been more realistic than this. Yeah, it, it fucking would. Yeah, no, Nintendo are gonna keep giving us fucking lazy ports for sixty quid, and there's nothing we can do about it. Um, Did you not hear the whole thing? It's all the games available for the same price as when they came out. The games were like twenty, thirty quid when they came yeah. out. Yeah. Which is why I'm saying it's not realistic. They're going to cost 20, 30 who, quid now. So it's the same price. Who, who, yes, who, which who, would be who great. Keeps, who keeps track of all that? What do you mean? Is like, yeah. Who at Nintendo HQ can you ask? Or um, how much did um, Mario Dance Party cost? Internet. I was Googling it earlier to see how much they cost. Is that the actual um, response? <laughs> some of some of the NES games were like 20, 30 quid when they came out. So, adjusted for inflation, you're looking at 50, 60. But, because Nintendo is so good, they're only going to charge you 20, 30 quid for it. Not a penny more than what it was worth when it first came out. Jacob. And also, that's... they're just downloading everything off the ROM websites. <laughs> of course they so are. So, it'll yeah. work on the Nintendo Switch, because, you know, the guys who created and uploaded the ROM... <laughs> <laughs> they made it for Nintendo, so it's going to work fine. But those ROM websites are down now because they infringe on our copyright. You yeah, can buy the games was, from us instead. It was That's the realistic the part. Yeah, but the price isn't realistic. They're going to charge it. Like, maybe not like really old games, but see like N64 onwards either games, they are going to charge us 60 quid for those. No, no, no. If they charge it 20, 30 quid, then all of a sudden the reselling of all the N64 ROMs are going to be... Jacob, better. Jacob, I'm not arguing with you that that would be a good thing. No, okay. no, no, it's a bad thing. It destroys no, no, all no. the value of the retro games. That's good! I no, don't that's want to have to pay 120 quid for a game. 
that I played 20 no, years ago. I just ago. download a fucking ROM. But you can't <laughs> yeah. download a ROM because Nintendo shut down all the sites because they yeah, okay, downloaded right. the ROMs. Jacob, Jacob, right. No, my point is, it's unrealistic because Nintendo are just going to keep... They're going to keep doing it, right? And I don't know why you think it's a good thing that... Why you think it's a bad thing that we get? Like, I would take having to pay the price I paid. T- we would have paid twenty years ago. Then again, they'll probably release some for like you know, there'll probably be some like games that they just now re-release that were in the Wii U and be like, hey, you the pay twenty thirty quid, quid were the bargain basement games. Um, games they? like Mario Tennis was released for sixty quid. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah. So the price isn't See, changing. Uh, so uh, the games like Chrono Trigger has changed. Sold... Right, Jacob. Yeah, Jacob, handsome. And some lovely, friendly Jacob. Yes, sir. See, see for, for all, you know, I, I, I kind of get what you're going at with the pay the price at the time. And after, I don't think that would be entirely unreasonable if if it was going to be a small handful of games. I think that would be a really good way to get a lot of people to buy a lot of copies or to stream a lot of copies of an old game. But the the thing that I don't think makes it possible to have all the Nintendo games ever on on this new service is the amount of work required to do that. Here's the thing, though. They've already done the work. The work's already been done for them. They'll just download well, them off the ROM website and then shut down the website. See, Jacob, listen, 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 listen to my point. I don't think that's happening. Yeah, no. It's... I, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think they're downloading the ROMs off of the ROM website. Um, oh, no, no, they are. They, they are. are. Like, they went no, Ubisoft, see... Ubisoft got, part, got through one of their... Um, what's the thing? Ubisoft got through a bug in their system by downloading and uploading a pirated patch a crack of the game into Rainbow Six Vegas 2 to allow people to play <laughs> Rainbow Six Vegas 2. No, no, so literally, the, um, when you download Rainbow Six Vegas 2 I, from Steam, there is a pirated remember, crack in there that Ubisoft themselves uploaded. The um, Ma- Max Payne 2 actually. on Steam but, is also a pirate version. But that's, that's, what one, what, that's one crack in one game. We're, we're talking about... Oh, no. Harry, but they're not porting them. Harry, no, no, genuinely, the um, see them, the there is a big theory, and there's some, there's some validity to it. I'll send you a link because it's quite interesting. Um, not to download the ROMs, obviously, because we're not pro piracy here. Wink, wink. Um, but um, but no, no, there is, there is like some validity to the idea that see the Mario ports they did last year. There is some validity to the argument that those might just be ROMs that they've taken and up and put and imported to Switch very easily. Um, because there's no like it's definitely not been ported to be native because they still have all the same issues that they had in the N64 version so no there is some validity to Nintendo doing that I will give Jacob that this is why I suggested it because it's it, it's literally just a case of the pirates have done all the work for you you download the ROMs off I mean, the website get the website taken down <coughs> and there it is it's on the Switch that being said Jacob right I highly doubt Nintendo's going to have because it's a 40 minute direct so I highly doubt that's all that they're going to see um, well, they would we say the more that than one. just that and go through the older games, but that was going to be their big release. No new games, just all the old games. Yeah, I, I doubt we're not getting a new Smash Bros. Are, 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 are they going to say anything like, are they bringing out any new playing cards? <laughs> no, but, um, <laughs> the games console on the Switch will be available at all Nintendo Love Hotels from now on. 
Yeah. But of course, you need to pay by hour on top of the pay by hour. I love how oh, yeah, to use them. Clearly. Uh, Clearly. So, um, Harry, what do you see? Let's get a verdict. I just, you know, it's. <laughs> uh, I kind of appreciate how. Um, you know, totally. <laughs> like, we have. We don't communicate our ideas with each other before before we record these, you know, as as was kind of evident in the in in an episode in a few weeks that will come out that hasn't actually been released yet because this is coming sooner. Yeah, yeah. When me and Rody had similar ideas for pitches, but we're still that's just we're both so, fucking geniuses, mate. So, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I love how each of us totally individually has decided that. We're fed up for the publisher that we've been assigned. In that we're, we're lambasting them through uh, through fictional E3 presentations. Man, I often do Bandai Namco. I actually like them. I, I think they've got some good stuff. Hi, I want to say I think that that is truly wonderful. It is, yeah. But do do I think because it, this is this is the linchpin of the episode now, isn't it? The realistic thing. Yeah. What. We're we're really clinging to this rule more than more than whether we would laugh or cry at the pitches. That's what we're, that's what we're clinging to right now, isn't it? So do I think Nintendo would go and do a pitch and say no new games, just old games? And honestly, the answer is maybe. It's one thing I don't I think feel, Nintendo I feel actually like would that's do. Because kind of I'll say this right: Nintendo as a publisher and as a company, dog shit. Nintendo's a developer, incredible. I think that's a fair Aye. statement because, like, they Aye, do make yeah. fun Aye. games. Like, I don't think any of us can deny that, right? But yeah, I agree with nah. that. But I'm, I, I'm going with the idea that Nintendo release videos all the time saying what new games are popping up. So with the E3 presentation, they want to showcase something completely unique. I should also something say, and I'm not going to hold this against Jacob because I don't think it's fair. Nintendo are doing a direct tarot, and that's what their presentation. That's how they'll do it. That's how they always do it. But then they're doing the treehouse after, so like. Are they just going to spend the treehouse playing old games? Because, you know... Um, I'm not going to hold that against well, Jacob because it's not uh, his fault that he had to you know file what? like four hours of content. You know. I, 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 feel, I feel like if if any developer are going to do that, it's going to be the developer most associated with retro games. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, taking down ROM websites. Um, you say that, but I also keep well, in mind Nintendo has Jacob, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be kind of positive towards you here, but it's all you're talking about. <laughs> Me off. <laughs> and to be fair, Nintendo hasn't had a direct since uh, March, I think. Um, they hadn't had one for almost a year since, over a year since the, uh, before that. So this is their first big Nintendo Direct in a long time. Okay. So either they have nothing to announce, which I refuse to believe, because we know that they're working in games. We know they're working in Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. We know they're working in Metroid Prime 4. We know they're working in Bayonetta 3. We know they're working in Splatoon 2. Splatoon 2 3. We know they have two new Smash characters to come. So they're the one studio. We know that Monolith is working on a new RPG that's more Western than Xenoblade, which uh, sounds cool. Um, so they're the one company that we know actually have things in the pipeline. So if anyone was going to say something, it was going to be Nintendo. Just based on raw facts, that's a thing. They have more in the pipeline than anyone right now. So, you know. Okay. Must, must be a big pipeline. Which is possible, because yeah. that might say they're a, they're a big company. Yeah, it's a big pipeline, uh, because it's, it's how Mario gets for the real world for Brooklyn to the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Exactly. 
<laughs> so for all you know, I think if there's any game developer that's going to say no new games, just old games, it would be it would be the one that I associate most with mm-hmm. with retro gaming. You know, with people of our people of our age and older. You know, like Nintendo's were their first consoles. You know, yeah. Like um, the the first thing I ever gamed on was a big 90s Game Boy before I had my PS1, you know? Yep. Same. Um, so, yeah. so I, I think that for all, if anyone would do it, it would be Nintendo that would do it. It's your insistence that it's going to happen the way you're saying it that's putting me off. I don't think that that's going to happen. I don't think that can happen for the prices you want to to give them as for yeah I think that would clearly be a subscription based service and obviously Nintendo doesn't own the rights to every game that's ever been on their platforms so you know that's a factor which, as well which, 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 which you know Jacob you did specify every game they still have the rights to yeah oh did he still, Sorry, I missed that yep he did but My still for, for that reason I'm going to give you um, what you see where all those love hotels are which is a big red light. Yeah, I've got a red light as well, Jacob. Uh, Wait, does that mean I, Scott wins I, I, by I default? I win by the fact that I'm the only one that made a proper pitch. Like, let's... Well, no, well, I disagree with that. And yours was the least entertaining one. We were fun. <laughs> I made a real E3 pitch. I made a real E3 pitch. Fuck you. You actually did, Harry. I'll be fair. You made, like... Yeah, you had thanks. structure. It was just... And, I'm really, it's, just it's just yours as a dystopian nightmare. Rody, can I just point out, just just, <laughs> just so you know, and the audience know, and our Indonesian fans know, you win by default because you got one green light. Who gave you that green light? Was it you, Jacob? I can't remember. Your Me. mortal enemy. Me. Oh, okay, I guess, I guess the feud's over then. There was never a feud! <laughs> nah, there, there definitely was. I don't was. know, it was pretty extreme. There definitely was. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't at you that sent Rodeo. See, all those see to be bombs. fair, see to be fair, like regardless of who won this week, you were winning by on the basis of whose is the least bullshit. It's not whose is the best, <laughs> right? I won because mine's actually had some stuff that could at least let you go. Oh, that looks interesting. Um, Harry's had stuff that makes you go. Oh, that looks interesting. Uh, oh wait, uh, you know what? Uh, uh... This, this, this is this, this is winding up so much because if I'd said Michael Fassbender instead of me, I would have won. You, you actually would have. Nah. I mean, you would have was Jacob's decision, but you know. This is, is that this a new? Is, is this is a new feud between me and you? No. Well, 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 well no, already, no, already, because because your biggest problem was that I put myself into the series. But all I, I never even mentioned that. That was Jacob. Holder for the series. No, that was Jacob. I never even mentioned that. I never had a problem with that. Well, somebody mentioned it. No, I, I, no I, my I, issue was that like there was like just no games, and I'm like, that could happen, but I hope it doesn't. Um, it was all it was all related to games. Yeah, it was, but I mean, I just I don't think. And no, I, you don't. Think and I think you. I think the other thing as well is like if you look at E3 as like a platform, <laughs> that's not that's not something that's going to get invested excited. That's why games are announced years in advance in E3. It's not for our benefit. It's because. The second they announced some big fact, but the reason Bethesda announced Elder Scrolls Six fucking ten years before it's ready, do you know how much their stock went up the next day? Ah, uh, exactly. Yum, yeah. yum, yum. So that's okay. that's quite the way I think about it. Well, we have solidified in our rankings that Rody has won 
this E3 extravaganza of excellence. And uh, so, Brody, as our <laughs> resident winner, do you want to present your plug? Before we go, can I just say I actually am excited about E3 this year, even if it sounds like a whole disdain for publishers. Because... Yeah, I didn't know it was happening this weekend until you yeah, said, yeah. yo, it's happening this weekend. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. Seeks, we never had it last year. And we've also got the Summer Games Fest at the same time, which may apparently yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. QA's teasing we might get Elden Ring, which I don't know if I believe or not, but we'll see. Um, so for that reason, I am actually looking forward to it this year. And do you know what I will say? None of us got Microsoft, but I would have actually had a really positive pitch for them because they seem to be doing some things good right right now. Um, so I will say, I'd have a positive pitch for Nintendo as well because Nintendo actually like, make good games. Good games, scummy business practices. But yeah, I just want to get that out there. As much as it might sound like I'm holding E3 in disdain right or not E3, but publishers in disdain right now, I do actually want to see what's going to be announced at E3. Um, and if it's bullshit, you'll be able to figure out which episode was recorded af- did afterwards, because <laughs> I'll probably talk about it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, so you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash park hiccup. I'm going to record that again. Hold on. Okay. He's going to record Yeah, <laughs> right, let's do it. Here it goes. Right, right, cool. From here, Jacob. So, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash parsath with an underscore at the end. That's P for Papa. Never forget the underscore. Yeah, I was going to spell it, but it's fine. Uh, You can find me on Facebook (laughs) at uh, parsath without the underscore. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at parsath with the underscore. Uh, Follow Three Field Pilots on Facebook. I'll get other socials set up for this as well. There's no underscore Uh, on that one. There's no underscore, though. no That's basically all I've got. Yeah. Uh, Harry, what you got? Wonderful, aye. Uh, well, you can come and like and follow my band. I play in a band. I'm a musician. When I'm not talking shit about <laughs> Ubisoft, even though I laugh up for games anyway, uh, we are called Oh No. That's A-W-N-A-W. We're on the Facebook we're on the Spotify, we're on the YouTube, go find us, tell us we're shite, it'll be fun. Uh, I'd also suppose like to, I plug the older episodes of the podcast, if this is your first or second time in, feel free to go back and listen to the older episodes, maybe in particular the one where we all talk about Assassin's Creed, and it was great, because I really <laughs> like great Assassin's app. Creed, I really like that one. I mean, my favourite still Monkey versus, versus that versus the man. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Go back and listen to. I've got one about Godzilla. Oh, the Monkey, about, it was um, Lizard. My bad. Yeah. I've got one about Marvel. Uh, things like that. Generally, if there's a much beloved corner of nerd culture to dive into, nothing is too sacred. We have found our own personal way to take a dump on it for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, to be fair, of... I like to think we're more optimistic than we usually are. Than usually, but this week we were just like, nah, these companies are shit. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But speaking of taking big dumps, Jacob. Hello. I've been a very busy bee. I'd first like to pitch my wonderful band, Enquire Within. We have got our latest single currently out, Get Out, which you can find at YouTube, Spotify. Mm-hmm. 
Deezer, wherever you find good music. Also, on Thursday the 17th, I can say that because I know exactly when this episode's coming out. On Ooh. Thursday the 17th, yep. our next single, Judgment, will be available on Spotify, Deezer, Bandcamp, wherever you find good music. Stuff up with a schedule now just to, just to ruin that for Jacob. No. no. And on top of that, on the 19th of June, me and the guys from Inquire Within will be releasing the music video for Judgment. And immediately after that, we will be doing a live stream on YouTube where we play our new songs, a bunch of other songs, and maybe a couple of covers for funsies. On top of that, now, every Thursday at 11 p.m. to 1 a.m., your boy, me, is doing a radio show at Hard Rock Hell Radio. You can find out by googling Hard Rock Hell Radio. It's pretty easy. I'll so be called DJ out, Vlad. On my stream. Oh yeah, I'll be DJ Vlad, and it'll be my cabinet of curiosities. I'll be playing some fun metal music and some other shit I listen to as well. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can you can put oh, that yeah. on. You have to have my stream on at the same time. <laughs> oh, you'll be playing. Radio Radio by Elvis Costello on your radio show? No. Will you be playing Radio by Rancid on your radio show? No. Will you be playing On Awe Secret Face on your radio show? Actually, I can. Really? Yeah. If Let's you... talk about that later. We'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about it after recording. But yeah. Right. You've just made a promise on him now. This is going to be interesting. But anyway, guys, uh, thank you for listening. Harry. He's supposed yeah, to say if you did, but Yeah, if you, made it, if you made it this far, thank you for listening. Tune in next time. Let us know what you thought. And goodbye.